Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Yeah, man, we in the studio right now. My boy Khan. 20 on the beat. I, I be popping now. I done made 1000K, you see I'm popping now. I'm a genius with my legs, we ain't jotting down. I done seen too many fell, I took the proper route. With my money, bought some ice, and now I'm bound to drown. Bible with my flow, you know that I don't need a penny. I done signed a deal, and now I'm riding with a million. Seeing that I made it, I get paid for every minute. I done took city over, calling me the many. And the people from the outside, like that, the fame is good. Switch the boys, he did it twice, not make the moves when I roll the dice. Got cons hoes, now I don't pay a price. Let's do a con when they three a night. Better move smart, gon' lose your life. Quick 60k and that's something slight. Competition got nothing side. You poppin' now. I done made 1000k, you see I'm poppin' now. I'm a genius with my legs, we ain't jotting down. I done seen too many fell, I took the proper route. With my money, bought some ice, and now I'm bound to drown. The Progress Report. It's your boy, Lil' Man Jay, and I skipped class for the progress report, man. Yes, sir. The progress report. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. You ready? Okay. Oh, What's yeah. What's up, classmates? It's Coach Jules, and I'm here skipping class with Lil' Man Jay. Yes, sir. What's up? How y'all doing, man? How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Just came back from a little freestyle. Just knocking out some work out here in Atlanta. A little oh. press run. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, making moves. You know, you know a little something, something. All right, I feel you. Yeah. All right, so let's get started. Um, so why do you call yourself Lil' Man J? Honestly, uh, I came up with a name in high school. So I made my first song. You know, I was just having a little fun. I was inspired from the music I was listening to. And so I made my first song, and I didn't have the name for the song, nor did I have the name for myself as an artist. So... I was telling my boys about it back in high school. I was like, yo, I made a song, like, but I don't know what I want to call it or what I want my name to be. And so they started throwing out names. It was like three of us. They started throwing out some. I started throwing out some. And then one of them said, Lil Man J. I was like, yo, it kind of works. It, it kind of works, you it know, because I'm a little smaller. And then I'm a man, and my name is Jack, so it stands for the J. Okay, okay. Oh, I mean, yeah. it flows right, you know Exactly. No you know, matter if he wasn't Lil 
It's still it's a dope it, name. Exactly. Rolls <laughs> off the tongue a little bit, so yeah, it works out. Yeah, exactly. So oh, where yeah. you from? I'm actually from Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, okay. like 30 minutes outside of Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. What part? So, a little town called Clover, South Carolina. Dope. How yeah. was it growing up there? It was good. Um, definitely small town vibes, you know, place where there's not much to do besides go to school and go back home. Okay. So, you know, hang out with friends every now and then, but, you know, just a little key vibe, okay. like tractors riding around on the road and shit, but. You know. <laughs> so that makes me curious, like, what was the music scene? Like, how is the music scene now and then then? There's, like, nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Not in that little town. You got to go out to Charlotte if you want anything. I don't, I only know, like, three people that made music. And they were just, like, low-key, didn't really promote themselves correctly. So small music scene. I just happened to get into it, get inspired from the people. So oh, I was okay. listening to. So you really popping out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you making pop, the city pop out. Pop you know what I'm okay. Exactly. That's what's up. That was up. So what was life before music? Like, how was your life before music? I feel like just kind of family, spent a lot of time with family, mm-hmm. um, school, and um, I was born with a few disabilities, so I feel like growing up I got made fun of in school a little bit, and so I grew up, you know, worrying about my looks and caring what people thought about me. So as far as that aspect, and then but just school and work, going home, things like that. Nothing too much. Hanging out with friends. So, I, so what type of student were you? Like, did you skip class or were you all A's? Nah, I was. I was. I wouldn't say I'm all A's and B's, but I was. I was for the most part. I was, but I was a. I was a pretty good student. I wasn't the type to really skip class or go in the bathroom and smoke and things like that. I would. I would say I was pretty. Pretty. Irish, cool okay. kid, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. decent. And you graduated last year, right? I graduated, yeah, last year, May. Okay. I graduated yeah, at 16. You went to prom? Uh, yeah. Okay, Yeah, I did. That? It was actually fine because they played my music at prom. Oh. Yeah, so I started making music back, like, grinding hard, um, like, last year. Okay. Or, yeah, last year, beginning of last year, and it was about April I had prom, and they played my song, and... It, it was it was a very cool moment because I felt like people actually started showing me love okay. as far as the music. Everybody was crowding around me, you know, seeing the lyrics a little bit, jumping with me, mm-hmm. hype for me, taking videos. So it was like my first like moment of feeling a little little clout, a little fame. So dope, dope. felt cool. Did you come with a date or like did you come with your homeboys? Yeah, I <laughs> I did originally have a date, and oh. literally a week before prom. She says she ain't going with me no more. See, so she she lost out on that one. Yeah, at she the really prom, did. Your music was playing, everybody was around you. So mm-hmm. she, she lost out on that one. She tried to hit me back, but you know. Nah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not with that. You should have you went. Exactly. <laughs> What's up, classmates? Are you an artist, producer, creator, entrepreneur, and you're looking to get more content and exposure? Check in with us at the Progress Report. In addition to that, we also offer promo packages. So if you want to get an interview or you want to get your product placed on a progress support, make sure y'all shoot us a DM or just email us at admin at tprmediagroup.com. So DM or email us today for your interview on the progress support. Let's go. The Progress Report. So I went there by myself with my boy. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. It was, was still fire, though. Okay. So what inspired you to become a rapper? Um, honestly, I listened to a lot of, like, rap music growing up from, like, 10 to I started making music around 13. So, like I said, just inspired from those artists, uh, 
blowing up at the time, 20, like 2019, like Polo G, Lil TJ, Trippy Red was big at the time, still is. But um, just those type of artists, and I listened to it a lot. And honestly, I knew I, I, I had like a unique voice a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I was just on a car ride, long car ride one day, was listening to some a lot of music. I was like, family went into the store to get some food. So I was like, I'm by myself, I might as well try it. <laughs> Loaded, looked up a beat on YouTube and came up with a flow immediately. And I was like, okay, this could be something. And then I just enjoyed it. I, I um, was fond of the lifestyle that the rappers seemed to have lived, so I was like, something I wanted. Okay, okay. So how does your family feel about you rapping? Like, do they support the situation? Yeah, nah, definitely. My dad is my dad's my number one fan. My mom is too, um, but my dad like probably spends half of his day looking through the comments, sending me comments, like, yo, look what this dude said. And then my mom's kind of in the background. Like, if I do something, she's like, I'm so proud of you but she's not like every day, every day looking at this stuff. But yeah. both very proud of me. Okay. And so I have a very supportive family. That's what's up, yes, that's what's up. That's always necessary. A hundred percent. So how would you describe your sound? My sound, I feel like it's definitely unique. It's raspy um, and a little nasally as well. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that and I feel like it's just different from a lot of people in the industry. So I feel like that adds to um, how far I can go and people wanting different things as far as music taste. So I mm -hmm. feel like I can add a little extra spice into the industry with my yeah. flow and my voice. I feel it. I feel yeah. It. Okay. So, have you been compared to any rappers? Like, have you heard to be compared to anybody? Yeah, oh, that's actually yeah. how I had my first viral moment. I okay. played along with a lot of people compared me to uh, Lil Baby. And so I use that as a, a marketing strategy to promote my music and get me publicity. publicity. And so I use that to get a viral moment. And um, that's how I made my song Cat Freestyle. I got a lot of streams, got a lot of views. So very, very, very cool. But yeah, compare me a little baby. I'm trying to step away from it as much as I can because I'm really trying to establish myself as my own artist in the industry. So I'm not really trying to be compared to anybody. So trying to change my flow really spend time on working on how I can different beats, you know, experimenting, having fun with it. So honestly, did you feel like you sound like him or, you know? What's funny is literally, like, like whenever I first started rapping, like 2019, 2020, my cousin would always say, he's like, yo, bro, you sound so much like little Baby. And me and my brother at the time were like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, mm -hmm. no, he does not. And then... Three years later, everybody in the comments was like, yo, you sound like baby, bro. And so that's whenever I started realizing it a little bit. And then I did some videos where I would try to um, recreate his, not recreate his songs, but um, what do you call it, cover, do covers of his music. Yeah. And whenever I listened to those back and like while I'm doing it, I was like, okay, I can sound like him if I want to, but I also still have my own, my own voice, my own flow, and my own way of making music. Mm-hmm. Did you receive like any backlash in that moment, like negative comments? Or um, was it all positive? You know? It was pretty positive at first until I kept kind of, not even intentionally, but kind of kept with the same flow and stuff. And then people were like, all right, bro, we get it. You sound like baby, like we're tired of this. Like you just want to be one hit wonder, all that. So that's why I really learned I need to move away from it and start being myself. 
Did you see that comment that he made, though? He was like, um, are you a joker? Are you serious? Mm -hmm. How did you feel about that? Honestly, it was one of those things. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It was so far, it was... It was at the point where I started to realize I need to move away from it. Yeah. So at that point, whenever he responded and then everybody was posting about it, I was like, all right, I get it. Like, I'm not trying to be like known for this anymore. Like, yeah. So it kind of, I guess, the publicity around it kind of aggravated me, but I think it was kind of cool still that he commented and took recognition of what was going on. So you haven't met him or spoke to him or even like comment back? No, not yet. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to... Like I said, establish myself as my own artist okay. and get to the point where not many people or try to get no one comparing me to him. And once I pay my own way, then I feel like maybe we can and bring his name time. back up into what I'm doing. But for right now, I'm just trying to be Lil Man J. Okay, I feel you on that. So, yeah. so like, who are your musical influences? One of my biggest ones uh, is Polo G. Okay. He's actually... I was watching his music video on the screen back in 2021, end of the year, and um, Fortnite by Polo G, watching his music video, and that's actually what got me motivation to start music hard back in the 2022. So Polo G is a big influence and inspiration for me. That's um, probably my biggest one, and then just you know a little inspiration from other rappers. I, I listen to old school like um, Dupree and. Um, Dupree and um, Tupac, um, and then some of the new age, Lil TJ, Polo G, things of that sort. Okay, okay. Yeah. Are you indie or are you signed? I'm completely independent. Dope. Yeah, dope. I try. Definitely, definitely am staying independent for a while. Um, at this point, especially, I don't see no reason, no big reason to sign to a record label, so mm -hmm. completely independent. Okay, so, like, what would it take you to sign? Um, if it was necessary. You know. Honestly, I would have to look into it really what they can do for me that I can't do myself mm -hmm. in time. Um, so I just look at it. The big thing before I even think about it at all is I'm trying to outdo my biggest song. Once I do that and I'm showing them that I can be myself and I'm a real artist and I want to be the biggest in this industry and prove my worth to show them that I'm real, that's whenever I'll think about it so that they'll respect me and not just put me on a shelf after they sign me. But even after that fact, I feel like I probably still wouldn't sign a record deal. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you're a dope rapper. Like, I actually sat down listening to some of your music, and you can definitely stray away from, you know, that backlash or whatever the, the comparison that was out there. Yeah. You can definitely, like, stray away from that. I really appreciate that. You Thank know you. what I'm saying? So, like, since you're not signed or anything, like, talk about your, your promotional tactics. Like, what are you doing? Man, I'm using, I tell everybody, I'm using social media to my full advantage. You know, TikTok, researching the algorithms, like, what works, what doesn't work, and just having patience. And so I use social media a lot. Um, I have a manager now, and I hired a PR, so just doing some publicity runs and things like that to try to get my name out there as much as possible. So okay, okay. hiring Honestly. the right people and okay. using social media. Okay, okay. 
I yeah, I actually saw your um your videos where you walk up to people at the gas station and ask them to listen to your music. Yeah. So I honestly I saw those videos before I even saw the little baby comparison type thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So those videos really go up. Yeah, know? I want to say I pioneered that a little bit. Yeah. You know, okay. going up and showing yeah. people my music in public. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dope. So you doing shows now? Yeah, um, I've done a, I've only done a few up until about the past three months. I've actually done like four or five in just the past three months. So starting to get into the show business a little bit, uh, or the show aspect performing. Um, but going into 2024, I'm going to be doing hopefully a few tour, or a tour, college tour, a tour after my album drops. And that's whenever I'm really going to go hard for performing wise. Okay, what's the prices? The prices? Prices for a performance? Yeah. I'm trying, I'm looking and to get around 5000 but I still understand the fact that um, I still have to build myself up and, you know, work for that. Okay. Yeah, show the people I'm worth it. Okay. So what's the biggest bag you think you made from the rap so far? <laughs> Do I have to say? Nah, you, you don't gotta say. Okay, you, you then I, I, I prefer not to say. All right, that means you're making bread. That's all that matters. Yes, well. So I did some research. When I was doing my research, I saw that you wear a fake chain and, and, and a real chain. Yeah, I learned from, what was her name? Bad Baby. Okay. You know, the real chain, it was just kind of like a, it was kind of like a, oh, I made a little money, I'm going to do this. Yeah. It was kind of like a, like a, um, just a, dang, what do you call it? Just a purchase. I was like, I'm yeah. just going to do it. Yeah. And, um, and it was an intrusive thought. That's what the word is. So I was like, I'm gonna buy it. But then I, I learned from, yeah, like I said, Bad Baby, she talked about they look exactly the same. And it was like, it don't really matter. I'm just going for, I like the way they look. Mm -hmm. I'm not going for like, yeah, this costs $50, and this costs, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I don't care about flexing like that. It's just the look. I, I genuinely like the way diamonds look and mm -hmm. silver, so. Okay, so you still wear fake chains with the real chains? Okay. Of course. Right. More of the fake chains, honestly. Okay. Somebody takes it too, it's not like big loss. It's just like, oh, you can have that, buddy. All right. Yeah, so. So what was up with the braids? I saw the braids on the social media. They was kind of dope. Yeah. Who did them? Um, it was actually my boy, uh, Juanito. Okay. Yeah, he's very he's very um, big on social media it, as well. Yeah, with doing braids and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, he's about 7 million followers. But it was honestly a, a publicity stunt slash promotion tactic. Okay. And we knew it would, we knew it would get views. It's kind of out of the ordinary, Isn't especially for somebody like me. We were like, let's try, see how it does, and it, it worked out very well. It's Fifty or over a hundred million views on videos across all platforms. So, okay, the little, little thing worked. All right, I got a question. Talk to me. How do you feel about white people using the N word? <laughs> I don't. I I never said it myself, so. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think it's, gee, I feel like a lot of them just say it to be cool and it's just not, it's not, it's okay. not a word for you to say. Alright, mm -hmm. Yeah. Alright, so let's talk about that popping out EP. It's four songs, right? Yeah, it's four songs. Um, three of them are already previously released, so technically it's just a single drop. Um, it's called A Waterfall Method. Okay. Um, so popping out really just the only new song on it. Pretty much a single. Okay, okay. Yeah. So talk about the titles, like what do they mean? Like so popping out, honestly, the way I title my music mm -hmm. is just like 
basically it's either words in the first in the first bar of the song are kind of like what the song is about. Mm -hmm. So like one of the songs on the EP is called At Me Now and it, I never say that in the song but it's talking about like how I came up from all the negativity and where I'm at now in life and it's called it stands for Look At Me Now but I just put the at symbol me now. And then popping out, it's the first bar is I be popping out. So I just put that in there, but it's kind of like, I don't know, not not to be, uh, not to sound cocky, but just like, I'm popping out now. You know, I feel like I'm a him a little bit, you know what I mean? So. I feel you. So um, earlier you said you had a few medical conditions. Can yes, you, you feel like talking about them? Yeah, of course. I was born with um, four, four conditions, um, club foot, um, cleft palate, scoliosis, and um, distal arthrogryposis. Um, so club foot um, basically is where, so here's like my foot, I guess feet are like this, and then here's my ankle, but my foot was bent all the way up whenever I was born Ooh. to my ankle. Okay. And so I had to wear a cast for the first few years of my life to get that corrected. I had to get put screws and plates into my ankles mm -hmm. to get that corrected. And I just had my last surgery on that in seventh grade. And now that, that doesn't really affect me anymore. Um, it's bilateral club foot, so it's on both feet. And one of my foot feet is longer than the other ones. And other one. So that's the only way it really affects me. You know, I walk a little like that. But, you know, it, it's not that big of a deal to me. And then the distal arthrogryposis is it's something to do with the joints in my body. And one of the big things is just I can't bend my fingers all the way. That's as much as I can bend my fingers. I have no like joints, no lines in my fingers. Mm -hmm. And then cleft palate is just I wasn't born with a hard or soft palate in the top of my mouth. Okay. And really, they, they have enough equipment now where they can just fix that and it's no problem. So, and a lot of people, I got, I'm blessed because a lot of people with cleft palate, they get um, their lip messed up right here. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure how I didn't get that, but I'm definitely blessed to not have that. And then the last one is scoliosis. So I have a pretty, pretty crazy curve in my spine. Um, and you can't really see or I don't think notice that much until like my shirt's off and you can kind of see the bone. But that, that doesn't really affect me, my day-to-day -day life right okay. now. But I feel like scoliosis is something that kind of affects you later down in life. Okay. But I'm not worried about, they don't, they, don't, they don't affect my daily life. I feel like I've overcame them pretty well and I don't let nobody talk crap about it so just keep pushing focus on what I need to focus on exactly exactly that's all you can do so what's next what's next is gonna keep doing what I'm doing but I plan, plan to uh, drop a pro project in um, second quarter of 2024 and I'm just experimenting with different type of beats different type of flows and really spending time on how I create my music so that the album really shows who I am as a person and mm -hmm. that I want to be the best in this industry and show my how I'm different. Okay. okay. Yeah. And just keep doing shows, keep doing social media and promote myself. Okay, okay. And wow. staying independent. Okay. So um we have the progress support and our keyword is progress. Mm -hmm. Um how do you feel like you progressed, you know, from when you started to now? Man, whenever I started I was bad. And my bars were just not good, just just basic bars, you know, not not too much thinking behind it, just like, oh, if it rhymes with car, I'm gonna write it bar, you know what I mean? So not spending too much time 
um, on the creativity aspect. But um, I feel like over the past few years, I've got to the point where um, I spend more time writing and um, coming up with, I feel like different rhymes than a lot of people would, like three syllables at the end of each bar is kind of what I like going for because I feel like it adds a little extra flavor, if you will, to, this, to the music. And then, mm-hmm. like I said, trying out different beats, um, different styles. And so I just feel like my music over the past few years has gotten a lot, gotten a lot better as far as just how I make it and the time I take with it okay. and the flows. It really came together. It sounds professional. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead okay. of GarageBand and um, Apple Wire headphones. And you used to use GarageBand back in the day? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I used to record all in one tape. And you could hear every single breath in my takes. I didn't know. I didn't know I could cut it up back yeah, in the day. So yeah. I, I did like 300 takes for my first song, just sitting there in my room, you know what I mean, trying to get it all out in one take. But you write in the studio or you freestyle? Yeah, I'm a big writer. I like to. I like to kind of freestyle to come up with um, flows, but my bars never. I freestyle. Some, sometimes I come up with something cool, but most of the time it's just kind of basic and I want to be a little bit more, tell a story with it, if you will, and kind of just make, I like, I like writing because I like coming up with like cool, cool bars. Because okay. whenever I do, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. And I can't wait to show people. Okay, so. okay. Well, I definitely wish you the best in your career. You're fire, it. you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's it. We're done skipping class. We need yes, to go sir. back. Let's go back, man. Let's go back. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Of course. The Progress Report. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.